Hey podcast listeners, as you may have noticed, this is episode 98. We're getting close to that 100th episode. We're getting close to that 100th episode mark, and to make it special, we need your help. We'd like to get our listeners, we'd like to get our listeners, that's you, to make an audio recording of your own and send it to us. In that recording, we'd like you to share some of your own iOS development wisdom. You know, just a little short tip about, say, 30 to 60 seconds long. It can be shorter if you want, but if we like it, we'll include it in the episode and give you a little shout out. Uh, check out the show notes. If we like it, we'll include it in the episode and give you a, and give you a little shout out. Uh, check out the show notes for details on how to get it to us and the ty- types of things we might be looking for. Welcome to Shared Instance, a podcast on iOS development by three iOS developers in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Sam Corder. I'm Alex Argo. And I'm Alex Robinson. This is episode 98, and today we have a, a guest interview here. Uh, his name is Eric. He's from Realm, and he's going to tell us all about the cool stuff that Realm is doing. Now, before we get into Realm, Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, happy to be on the show. Um, so I'm a mobile developer. Um, I've been doing development for about the past 12 years, um, probably about the last five of those uh, mobile dev. Um, I've, I like Android and iOS, um, but I tend to lean more towards the Android side. Um, I've been using uh, Realm uh, as the mobile database for the last, uh, I don't know, maybe two years or so. And uh, so I've been speaking about it a lot and I kind of found myself at Realm through that. And uh, so I've been there about uh, just going on a month now and I'm really happy to be there. So Awesome. So are you working remotely for them? I am. So they're based in San Francisco, of course, and I work uh, in Columbus, Ohio, out of my house. Uh, So there's definitely some travel occasionally going out there, but uh, mostly my uh, home is my office. So, Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, is is a lot of their team uh, remote or mostly just you? No, actually they're fairly distributed. So I'm their only Ohio employee, but they have uh, uh, people in San Francisco, of course, uh, and then they have uh, a couple of people in Canada, uh, really all over the globe. They have uh, people in Japan, um, Australia, Barcelona, uh, in Spain, of course. Um, and oh, and then how could I forget? Uh, half of their team is in Copenhagen, where the two founders are from. So okay. uh, Copenhagen, Hagen, uh, Denmark. So it's a pretty distributed company, and um, we use Slack a lot. And we use uh, Google Hangouts and stuff like that to kind of stay connected. Um, so it kind of works. Um, but it's kind of neat. You, you know, you always feel like somewhere around the world there's somebody up and online and you can Skype with pretty much anybody in the company, it feels, at, uh, at any given time. So I guess it's a good and a, and a bad thing because, you know, you're tempted to kind of work, uh, you know, not that it's expected, but tempted to kind of just jump on and, and get in conversations after hours. So, 
Yeah, I started a job for a company a few months ago, and it's 100% remote, and I, I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah. It's all I, good. I That's... think Alex is outnumbered. <laughs> We're all remote except for him. I was oh, remote yeah. for two or three years, so I I definitely know where you guys are coming from. I actually don't mind it too much. You know, I feel like I get more work done when I'm at home um, just because I don't have other, you know, kind of distractions or, you know, the kind of whole water cooler talk or coffee machine talk, right, where, you know, you get distracted easily. Whereas, you know, when I'm at home, kind of locked up in my room, heads down, you know, working on stuff. So um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but right now I'm loving it. So um, Realm is a Y Combinator company, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. They, um, I think it was around 2011 they went through Y Combinator and uh, they started out... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, for people who aren't familiar with Rome, can you provide a little bit of background about the company? Yeah, um, so it was basically founded by two Nokia engineers. They worked on uh, databases for uh, mobile phones, Um, and uh, one of their kind of initial goals, uh, you know, they kind of started with uh, this realm mobile database um, and they they really focused on creating um, a database that took a really small memory footprint and was really really quick for uh, retrieval uh, and um, so that's what they kind of started back in 2011 uh, and they they basically took a couple of years to get the actual object base down pretty solid uh, and then after uh, I think around three years in 2014, they kind of came out with um, basically the mobile database available for Objective-C and then Java, and uh, it's kind of uh, built up uh, from there. Um, so so uh, I guess kind of if I had to describe what Realm is, it's a database for mobile um, uh, development that kind of replaces uh, SQLite. Um, and it's, you know, it's a completely object database. So, uh, you know, it's not a mapper above SQLite uh, or, you know, doing any kind of SQL queries. It's a completely uh, native object uh, database. So up until recently, Realm was pretty much just an embedded mobile database. It didn't have syncing or any backend uh, solution. Uh, but that's changed recently, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, now, basically, we have a kind of a separate product called the Realm Mobile Platform. And it's basically, um, it's kind of like taking that Realm Mobile database and making it a distributed database that automatically uh, synchronizes for you across, uh, you know, your network. Um, So... um, I like to akin it to kind of like uh, Git, which is, you know, a distributed repository where, you know, you have your local, um, in this case, Realm, right, your local database, um, but you can have multiple apps all with their own realms and um, without any kind of developer involvement, you know, those automatically synchronize between each other um, with a central uh, piece in the cloud or within your own infrastructure called the Realm uh, object server. And so the Realm mobile platform is kind of a wrapper um, where you have the mobile database and the Realm object server. So you can kind of, I guess, um, think about it in terms of, uh, you know, if you think about competitors like uh, Firebase or, uh, you know, CloudKit, some of these others, um, it's, um, 
there's similarities and obviously differences to those two, but the idea is that it's a distributed database that synchronizes itself. So, you know, what, what kind of features distinguish uh, Realm from some of those competitors? What's what's unique about Realm? Sure. So, uh, you know, I think um, the biggest competitor to Realm, I, I feel, is maybe Firebase. I mean, um, one of the differences between, I guess, Realm and, say, like a, a CloudKit is Realm is cross-platform in the sense that, you know, we support... Um, uh, native bindings for the database on, you know, Xamarin, Android, JavaScript, uh, and then a Swift and Objective-C. So we're not tied to just, uh, you know, uh, iOS. Um, but the, I think the other thing, too, is, again, you, I think you kind of have to look at both of them individually. So, like, focused on Firebase, like, they're... Uh, the way that they store data is a little bit different than us. So for us, like everything is an object, right? Like it's not, there's no translation. It's not storing, you know, things as JSON or anything like that. So, uh, you know, when you query for data back, you can just very easily and efficiently query that data um, without much of an impact on performance. Uh, something like Firebase is great, um, you know, for uh, developers to kind of uh, synchronize data from local devices to the cloud and back down to other devices. Um, one of the differences that they've uh, taken in their approach is that they store everything as JSON, right? So you're kind of just storing JSON objects out there. It's kind of a schemaless architecture uh, versus ours is more of a schema um, architecture. Um, there's also pricing differences and stuff like that. And then I guess, you know, kind of on the CloudKit side, some of the differences uh, are, um, you know, we kind of have some because it's really just, again, it's like when you're working with Realm, you're working with your local database. And so you're not thinking about uh, that synchronization part as in am I offline or online or whatnot. So you don't have to build in any additional caching or anything like that because Realm kind of takes care of that for you um, out of the box. So I kind of feel like I was a little roundabout like all over there, but uh, those are kind of the key differences I feel like between those two. Um, so yeah. Okay, great. So, so you mentioned that, uh, realm is more of a schema day. That's not even the right word for it. It has a schema to it. It's, it's strongly typed objects. Right. So how do you handle like a different, having different clients, uh, on different versions and like, uh, different platforms even, how does that work? If that's an easy question to answer. Sure. No, no, yeah, absolutely. So uh, it depends on if you're doing, uh, in talking in terms of the mobile platform, um, it's essentially like, a, if you think on the iOS side, like a lightweight migration uh, only. Um, so it's like that in the sense that, um, let's say, you know, you push out a version uh, one of your application and it has a schema defined that all the clients agree on. And then uh, you decide you need to add uh, maybe another uh, object or a new relationship between um, objects or just maybe some extra properties on an existing object, anything where you're adding to the, the schema. Um, what will happen is that uh, when you release a new version of that, you just bump up your schema number. And as um, new clients download uh, that version and say they're on version two of your schema, um, then that will just kind of make an automatic migration and your old clients back there in version one, even though the 
um, you know, the, the code that's running on the device won't be using that data. Those columns will just automatically be there so that when their users do upgrade to the new version of the app, they'll just have those. So that kind of happens for free for you. Um, one thing you can't do in the mobile platform is actually take away uh, schemas or uh, schemas, take away, uh, you know, objects or properties uh, or relationships um, and, and have that uh, work for you. Um, so you always have to be adding in that sense. But the good thing about that is, is it's kind of automatic. Now, if you're just using the mobile database, which, you know, maybe you don't care to have a cloud connected, you know, uh, platform. Um, uh, you can uh, do what's, you know, called your own migrations where you're just actually mapping them. And, and then you can do uh, migrations where you're taking away, uh, you know, data like objects or, or properties, etc. Um, and that brings me to another uh, point. One thing I forgot to mention is a big difference that we feel is uh, kind of key uh, between a lot of these other alternatives like Firebase and CloudKit. Um, we don't require like that you run in our cloud. In fact, we don't actually have our own cloud uh, at this point. So the mobile platform just runs on a Linux or Mac server and you can run that in any cloud that you want to. So that's another uh, big difference I should have probably mentioned. Oh yeah, one of the big concerns I would imagine with someone who's looking into using the, the, the Realm uh, online stuff is what happens if, you know, Realm goes out of business, you know, kind of like the issue that everyone had when Facebook got rid of parse. <laughs> right. So it seems okay, like you guys absolutely. have got that solved. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's your data. Absolutely. You run all the infrastructure, um, the core, like everything about the core database and all of the, you know, abstractions in terms of what we call bindings, which are like, you know, for Java or, or C++ or C sharp, or, I'm sorry, not C sharp or objective C to, um, you know, connect into that core database, all of that stuff is open source. So um, you can see how it works. You can see the format of things. And, uh, you know, because you're hosting it, you own all your data. So is there like an easy, like you just sign up for account and it automatically hosts it somewhere for you? Is that something that's coming or something that's there now or... Uh, it's something we've definitely considered offering like a hosted solution. Um, we don't really have anything definitive right now or anything to announce about that. Um, but, you know, it is really easy to get um, uh, Realm set up, the Realm mobile platform, uh, in a variety of Linux environments. And we have some um, pretty detailed docs on our webpage that are like essentially like, you know, run these four commands and you can install the developer edition, which is free. Um, and we have a few tutorials and live demos that we've put out that basically uh, we typically use a product called DigitalOcean, um, which I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with, but it's just another uh, kind of a cloud mm -hmm. container that you can quickly and easily spin up, um, you know, a $5 a month uh, Linux box. And, uh, and so that's typically what we've done. But anywhere you can run Linux, um, you, can, you can spin one of these up. So on the client side, what platforms are supported? Uh, so today we support Xamarin, uh, Android, um, JavaScript. Um, and so for JavaScript, you know, we really kind of target React Native. Um, and uh, then also Swift and Objective-C. Um, yeah. So, and 
again, I, I guess I keep forgetting some additional things I probably should have mentioned when we compare ourselves to others. So I know some of the other platforms support all this, but uh, the idea of Realm is, especially with the mobile platform, we try to be very um, drive a very reactive uh, nature to the apps and to the and to the data. Um, and so on all these platforms, you know, the idea is that you save uh, data to your local Realm database, and then it's automatically synced when you're online. And if you think about it, other people might be saving data on their versions of their apps, uh, and that data is also syncing back. And um, when you do queries and things in Realm, everything's live connected, meaning uh, once you pull data out, um, it's really pulling pointers to data out. Um, it's not actually pulling the data out, so it's very efficient in that matter, but um, it's also live, meaning like it's just pointing to what's right there, you know, in the database. Uh, and so anytime there's an update that gets synchronized from, you know, one device to the cloud and back down to the other devices, um, you know, you can even be notified and react to that data right away without requiring. So you could use it for something like a chat application, or I, I think even one of the demos was a collaborative drawing app where you can see see the strokes happening in near real time. Yeah, it's a cool demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that is cool. Um, I, uh, I I saw that demo just before joining, and I was pretty amazed by that myself. And I, I say that from, you know, an outsider's perspective, too. I've just been a huge fan of Realm, uh, you know, this past year. And, and yeah, some really cool demos. We actually have a... Uh, a kind of a Slack clone type thing. I mean, it's a very light Slack, right? You know, it doesn't have all the features, but it's just an idea of what you can do with, uh, with Realm. Uh, it's going to be coming out here in the next couple of weeks for um, first for iOS, and then we're going to have, uh, you know, an, an Android and a JavaScript one. So, um, and then uh, there's, I think we'll get to the tour hopefully later, but there's also a pretty cool game that we've written for the tour that um, when we come to Cincinnati uh, as part of the tour, then everybody will get to play it. So that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, that sounds really exciting set of demos. Uh, looking forward to checking those out. Uh, in, in terms of like server-side scripting, uh, I think, you know, Firebase and, and CloudKit is is really limited in what you can do server-side. Um, there's not a whole lot of uh, server-side scripting, if any. Uh, what's the answer on the Realm side in terms of server-side logic? Yeah, so uh, with our professional edition, which gets into a price tier, it's a, it's a $1,500 a month, but we do offer a 60-day free trial to see if it works for your business. But um, with the professional edition comes a few extra features, and one of those features is this node extension so that you can run server-side JavaScript um, on your server and you know, kind of connect and listen to events uh, or data that's coming into the um, kind of the sync server from all the different client realms. And based on that, you can, you know, maybe perform operations like take that data and, you know, when you're within your own cloud infrastructure, you can send that, um, you know, to other parts of your systems. Um, you know, maybe you make a REST call or, you know, write it out to a database, uh, something like that. So there's, um, there's kind of hooks in there that comes with a professional edition. They also have, um, I guess that's not in the professional edition, but there's also this data integration API that basically kind of works the other way where it's kind of, it hooks up to 
uh, your existing uh, database infrastructure and can feed your Realm object server so that, you know, it's a, the idea is that you're uh, moving all that REST and all that other, you know, kind of interactions uh, that you might need to make with kind of your backend uh, systems and get that into the Realm uh, object server, Realm mobile database on the server side where you're sure of network connectivity, uh, you know, you can make sure that messages get delivered reliably, etc. Um, get that in there and then let Realm handle all that, you know, synchronization stuff that you would otherwise have to worry about over the, you know, internet. Very cool. So are there any killer features or, or unique features about the Realm mobile platform that we didn't discuss already? I'm sure there's a lot that I haven't, uh, you know, thought of offhand. You know, I think that the, the biggest thing is, you know, if you, if you go out and try it, just download the developer edition. Um, you know, I think you'll just, you'll be amazed at like how quickly, first of all, data synchronizes. Um, you know, the database itself is really packed down. It's the kind of the first principles is starting with a really efficient database. And so, um, you know, because of that, you know, things happen very quickly. Queries happen extremely fast. Um, and, you know, I think you'll find, like, if you're running the mobile platform and synchronizing data between two different uh, versions of, you know, two different clients, um, it's, it's incredibly simple because you're not thinking about what's happening, you know, to do all that synchronization. You don't have to um, translate your objects into, you know, some sort of JSON object. You know, you're not dealing with uh, network connectivity and making REST calls or, you know, what happens if you're offline or not offline and, and, um, and all that. So I, th I think uh, that's the biggest bang for the, for the buck with Realm is it just makes development incredibly simple and yet, like, it's pretty well thought out. Like, they've thought of a lot of the different use cases in terms of um, connectivity and all that, so. So, uh, you know, you mentioned briefly the professional edition. What's the the breaking point in terms of like data caps or number of objects stored between the developer edition and the professional edition? Right. So that's where we differ from like say Firebase or some of the others out there. So ours is not capped or our pricing is not based on uh, data or storage or objects or anything. Our pricing is completely based on uh, functionality that you need in your business. So you can use the developer edition for free to do the any app you want, Facebook could run on uh, our developer edition for free, right? Um, now, if they needed some of the additional features that we talked about, like that server-side event handling or some of the other data integration pieces, then they might need to go with a uh, professional or enterprise edition. But in terms of actual data, um, it's really, um, there's no limit. And, you know, part of the reason, too, is you, if you think about it is, again, you know, we're giving you the platform to run within your own infrastructure. Um, that was kind of a calculated, you know, decision. Um, we feel like a lot of people want to be able to own their own data and run it within their own infrastructures, especially like large enterprises. Um, but because of that, like we don't really know or care how much, uh, you know, data you're storing or how many objects you have. It's kind of up to you. Um, doesn't change pricing. Is there some uh, limit that you'd hit in term like? Uh, in the developer edition, you can, it's basically, you can just run one instance. You, they can't be, uh, right. It's not clustered and multiple. Right. Right. So, you know, from a, uh, performance standpoint, there is a, a ceiling. I'm not really sure. Um, 
you know, where you'd start hitting that ceiling uh, offhand. But, um, you know, if you get to a point where you have lots of, you know, data, you know, a lot of uh, transactions all happening together, that kind of stuff, then um, our enterprise edition, we do have this uh, kind of built-in horizontal scaling feature. Um, and the idea there is that it's just like any kind of clustered database. You have these clustered realms, uh, you know, with a kind of a load balancer, which we have our own kind of built load balancer that would sit in front and scale that for you. Um, but those, again, are features that are available with the Enterprise Edition. So are there any projects or companies, types of companies that would be a poor fit for the Realm mobile platform? Um, so it's kind of a tough question. I would say, um, you know, if you're all uh, iOS, right, you know, maybe you don't need to be as cross-platform. Maybe, you know, CloudKit would be okay. But um, even still, you know, I feel like there are definitely a lot of advantages uh, that uh, Realm offers on top of uh, just being cross-platform. Like, you know, the whole fact that there's no need to cache. It's just a distributed database. Um, so I feel like uh, Realm in general is a, you know, a pretty good fit um, for for a lot of applications. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's some, I'm, I'm not trying to say that Realm would fit all, uh, but I'm just saying that like in general, it seems like Realm is a, is a good choice in terms of a mobile database with a cloud backend. Are there particular data models where it doesn't fit very well? Like maybe say like you wouldn't want to replicate a, a, a graph database in it or maybe something that's highly relational. You know, I would say if, if, if you had a business case for a uh, kind of a graph, uh, you know, schemaless database, uh, then, you know, certainly, you know, like a Firebase is great because they, they already do that. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that, that's uh, certainly a possibility. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of times companies have backends that are, um, what we call legacy backends, you, you know, where they have, you know, a lot of data, maybe in a DB2 database or some other, you know, heavy, um, you know, SQL databases or, or, or other data stores, maybe even flat files. And, um, you know, getting that data into Realm, uh, what we try to do is, is say, you know, do that on the server side, get that data into Realm using um, kind of our data integration APIs. And then, but once it's in there, uh, let Realm do all that heavy work of working with your, you know, your phones and making sure everything synchronizes with that uh, database. So I think even in the case where you have a lot of um, data and various other uh, backends, I, I still think that uh, you can make Realm, uh, you know, work well with your projects. You uh, touched on this a little bit earlier, but uh, tell us more about the Realm World Tour. Yeah, so um, we just recently launched, launched uh, 1.0 uh, of our platform. And so the Realm mobile platform. And so um, we basically kind of wanted to kind of share that with different communities uh, around the world and uh, kind of show them uh, what our vision is with it and, you know, the kinds of things that they can do with it. 
And so we uh, kind of started this, uh, we're going to have, you know, maybe a couple rounds, but this first round, it's a tour in North America, Asia, and Europe. And so essentially, um, you know, we're going around to all these different cities and um, uh, kind of just doing that, just spreading the word about the mobile platform and, and um, kind of letting developers kind of get to know us uh, more and, and interact with the platform and ask questions and stuff like that. So um, we actually have a, a website uh, for it. It's, um, I don't know if you guys can include it in the show notes, but it's uh, realm.io uh, slash um, world-tour. Yeah, we'll definitely include a link to that in the show notes with the location and dates. And then, uh, you know, we're going to be seeing you here in Cincinnati on March 22nd uh, for your stop in here in the Midwest. And I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I think we should uh, should have a really good turnout for that. And I know there's a lot of interest and, uh, you know, Sam, Alex and I will definitely be there. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm really looking forward to it. So I, um, I'm glad we could get some representation here in the Midwest and... Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Is there um, anything else you'd like to bring up um, before we call it, take it to a close? Um, I just wanted to bring up one more thing. Um, our Xamarin team was really excited to get their 1.0 version of, uh, of uh, the bindings for Xamarin out um, just recently. And so they asked me to please let you guys know that uh, if, you know, if any of your listeners are interested in trying Realm on Xamarin, that the 1.0 release is out. Um, and otherwise that's uh, about all I have to say. So, yeah. Thanks Eric for all that. Why don't the rest of you tell us where we can find you on there on the internet. You can find me at AJ Robinson on Twitter. I'm at Alex Argo. And I'm at Sam quarter. The podcast is at shared Inst on Twitter. And if you want to join our Slack chat, you can find Find a free invite at chat.sharedinstance.com. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Eric, especially. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me. It's been a lot of fun.